0: welcome to the public comment podcast today's episode it's all your fault In 2015, public comments on the scientific report of the 2015 Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee were accepted online. The advisory report aims to inform the federal government of the body of scientific evidence on topics related to diet, nutrition, and health. Here is a sample of some of the submissions. Comment ID number 18202 from Bernadine Young, JD. I am a 66 years old, highly educated woman with multiple degrees, but I find it almost impossible to sort out foods that will give me the high quality nutrition without chemical contamination that I direly need to keep me alive, given a lifetime of health issues that stated when I was a tall 11 year old girl keeping up with the boys on the farm getting sprayed with pesticides all season long, and not knowing the havoc it would cause me in decades to come. By the time I was 13, my stomach always hurt, and I, when I insisted to my doctor that it was not cycle-related, he said I had better hoped it was, at least he could help me with that. My digestion elimination became poor and grew worse as I became a young adult, but my hormones at that time were normal. I had a difficult pregnancy, and looking at my photo from even before that, I see the swelling around my thyroid and parathyroid shield, something that went undiagnosed for decades. In past decade, my thyroid and parathyroid began to poorly function, and I eventually developed autoimmunity in those tissues. Worse, after a surgery's transfusion, I developed high phosphate levels in my urine, a dangerous condition usually seen in advanced dialysis patients, the difference being that they were very acidic, while I am very alkaline, which has helped to save me, but I also have heavy metal poisoning and chemical sensitives and my hormones have now been way off with too much estrogen for the past two decades. I have cleaned my diet to the point of perfection and do very well as a result, but there are so many other sick people that it need a better diet too. With all the chemicals used on frames and in preparation of food and produce, it is slowly damaging the ability of our immune system to protect us from cancer, autoimmune disease, and other serious illness. Food is the answer, and the quality of what we grow is paramount. Comment ID number 29849 Anonymous Submission I and I alone am responsible for what I decide to eat or not eat under the Constitution. There is no constitutional authority for the government to recommend certain nutritional guideline based on their supposed impact on the environment. This more tyranny by Big Brother trying to eliminate the personal freedoms that are guaranteed by our Constitution. Rigged studies to support the globalist agenda are as invalid as the doctored data used to promote global warming. I oppose the intent and purpose of this study which is intended to destroy America's meat industry. Meat is one of the best sources of B vitamins. Vegan diets will inevitably result in poorer population health, all in the name of government control to prevent man-made global warming. If global warming from human sources is completely eliminated, the world impact will still be negligible because 98% of the so-called greenhouse gases come from non-human source, such as the ocean and plant decay. This study needs to be completely redone with true, accurate, scientific studies instead of faulty, cherry-picked ones and predetermined outcomes. Then it would be helpful. Comment ID number 3919. Anonymous Submission. Hello. I wholeheartedly support the removal of animal products from the dietary recommendations. As the committee thoroughly researched, animal agriculture is a huge strain on the environment, and for most people, absolutely unnecessary for a healthy diet. I have met plenty of people who have expressed wishes of reducing their animal consumption, but claiming that veganism was too expensive. Unfortunately, these people don't have perspective on the true cost of animal foods due to the extensive farm subsidies hiding part of the cost in their taxes. It is my hope that eliminating animal foods from the governmentally recommended diet will help get the ball rolling in finally dismantling the absolutely unnecessary and disastrous governmental support of animal agriculture. Once the consumers have finally made aware of the true price of meats by not having the price artificially reduced by the taxpayers, They will be more willing to experiment more with beans and produce. I can't tell you how long it's frustrated me that I am being forced to support an industry as disastrous as the animal agricultural industries. Here I am trying to vote with my wallet, but my efforts are thwarted by farm subsidies, which in turn has a negative impact on how much money I can provide to the organic vegetable farms that I support. The elimination of farm subsidies will not only have an immediate result on fossil fuel use, water use, and CO2 emissions, but the government will save a big chunk of money due to citizens having fewer diseases of affluence. It's a win-win situation. Comment ID number 22892 from Adele Height, MPHRD. I would like to share with you how your report sounds to the people of America not as wise in the ways of nutrition as you. Dear America, you are sick and fat, and it's all your fault. Face it, you eat too much bad food. We don't know why. We think it's because you're stupid. You used to be smart. Back in the 70s, we didn't have to tell you what to eat. Somehow you just knew. Even though there were commercials for Fruit Loops on TV and Twinkies in every grocery store, you managed. You ate food, and you weren't fat or sick. So we knew you needed our help. Now look what happened. The more we tell you how to eat, the fatter and sicker you get. And the fatter and sicker you get, the more we have to tell you how to eat. Look, the only real reason people get sick is because they eat bad food. And the only reason people eat bad food is because they don't listen to us. And as far as we can tell, the only reason people don't listen to us is because they're stupid. And though we hate to say this, people who don't have much money are particularly stupid. We know this because they're sicker than people who do have money. Of course, money has nothing to do with it. It's the food, stupid. We'll admit that some of the responsibility for this is ours. When we started out telling you how to eat, we didn't realize how stupid you were. We told you to eat more carbohydrates, in other words, sugars and starches, and, um, you know, less sugar. How simple is that? We told you to eat food with less fat. We meant for you to eat kale and lentils, and quinoa. Instead, you started eating products that said less fat. What were you thinking? After more than three decades of us telling you how to eat, it is obvious you are too stupid to figure out how to eat. So let's make it perfectly clear. First, don't eat food with salt or sugar in it. Here's why. Salt and sugar make food taste good. And when food tastes good, you eat it. We're opposed to that. Next, don't eat animals. At all. Ever. Here's why. Because we said so. Eat all the fat you want. Just don't eat fat from animals. You want some cholesterol? Go for it, but don't eat eggs because eggs are baby chickens and baby chickens are animals and you are not allowed to eat animals. If you really must eat dead rotting flesh, we think it is okay to eat dead rotting flesh from salmon raised on sustainable fish farms by nice people with college educations. And because one size does not fit all, you can adapt this dietary pattern to meet your own health needs, preferences, and cultural traditions, just as long as you don't add salt, sugar, or animals. To help you out, we are planning to create a culture of health whose primary purpose will be to enforce your right to eat the food we've decided is good for you. This will combine the draconian government overreach we all love with the lack of improvements we expect, resulting in a continued demand for our services as the only people smart enough to tell you stupid people how to eat. See you again in five years! Comment ID number 5358. Anonymous submission. I recently had my daughter's milk changed to 1% milk. Her body did not take well to it and cause her to have physical problems. I went and bought lactic and soy milk and she spit it out. She won't have it, she keeps saying. I want milk. I called my local office and asked what I need to do to get this change because I have three gallons going in the trash. They said the government changed it to 1% and there's nothing they could do. I feel that this shouldn't be their decision on what my kid body can take. I asked if I could get a doc note to get the change, but they said no. I don't want to cut milk for my daughter's diet, but WIC made that decision. So now I'm going to get vouchers with milk, and I'm going to get milk and toss it out. Such a waste. If USDA was concerned about what was healthier, they would have put organic milk on vouchers. If WIC cared about kids' well-being, they would accommodate. I am not the only one that hates this change. I know quite a few moms who are trashing this milk because their kids won't drink it either. Please, is there anyone out there who will help me? Probably not, just sucks for my daughter. Comment ID number 12983. Anonymous submission. If you bump your shin into the coffee table three times every day, day after day, and wonder why the bump on your leg won't heal well, maybe it's because of your actions. You go to the doctor and he gives you a pain pill. Oh, now the pain has gone away as long as you continue to keep taking the pain pills. But what was the cause of the bump on your leg? you continue to walk into the coffee table. Your actions cause that bump and pain. If you continue to feed your body animal protein three times a day, day after day, and your doctor gives you BP and cholesterol medications, arthritis meds, puts in stents or does bypass surgery, is that finding the cause of your chronic disease? No, the doctor is treating your symptoms. This message is hard for us to hear. Follow the money. The science has been here for decades, but the healthcare industry, the pharmaceutical industry, the cattlemen, dairy farmers, big food companies who make so much of our processed foods, they want to maintain the status quo. I learned the power of nutrition after watching Forks Over Knives documentary. My husband and I eliminated all meat and dairy products and many packaged, processed foods. We lost 25 to 40 pounds and went off our BP and cholesterol medications. I started a healthy eating club in Sun City Hilton Head and we have now 500 plus dues paying members who are also losing weight, reversing type 2 diabetes, lessening symptoms of arthritis and getting other spectacular results. As of this recording, the final 2015 dietary guidelines from HHS and USDA has not yet been released. Coming up next episode, Cut the Crap.